the Love Life and Lose Weight podcast will teach you the art and science of changing your habits around food. If you know what to do, but can't figure out why you're just not doing it, this is the right podcast for you. I'm your host, Advanced Certified Weight and Life Coach, Heather Beardsley. I've helped hundreds of women just like you figure out how to think and eat like a normal eater, lose weight, and love life on the journey to goal weight and beyond. Hey, it's Coach Heather. I'm super excited to be recording the very first episode, truth be told, for the third time because, you know, there were some things that happened and I'm on a learning curve and I'm figuring this out. Um, you're going to hear probably some ums as I get used to speaking on a microphone and doing a podcast, but we'll get better as we go. The main thing to remember and that I want to point out to you as a coach is that you have to be willing to start where you're at to accept your level of proficiency, no matter what you're going for in your life, and especially with weight loss. Where we're at is always good enough to get us where we're going. And I love that thought for myself, starting this podcast with you listening, and we're going on a journey together. Um, this podcast is called Love Your Life and Lose the Weight because that encapsulates my philosophy that I've learned over making so many mistakes with my weight and my thinking about my abilities to lose weight and who I perceive myself to be, um, in middle, middle of my life, um, you know, with my weight and what I've learned through restrictive dieting, what I know definitively about thought work and habit change. And I'm going to give all of that to you in this podcast to make your journey a little bit easier um, just know that we're at a wonderful time and place in the universe. It's a great time to be alive and to learn the art and science of weight loss. It doesn't have to be as terrible and time-consuming and wretched as it used to be. We used to live in a world where dieting was about a strong belief that we there was something wrong with us. There was something terribly wrong and we had to really, you know, horsewhip ourselves into compliance with restricting how much we ate and over-exercising in many cases. And that's just not the case anymore. Um, so how do you do that? Well, we're going to cover the basics in the first season, which will take us all the way through the end of 2022. Um, we'll talk about why you're overweight in the first place why that's important to think about and to create and adopt a new story about why you're overweight, one that serves you and that can help you start losing weight consistently. Um, we'll talk about what's getting in the way of sustainable weight loss and how your current thinking about your food and your life is what's getting in the way. Um, it's all a lot easier than you think. And I'll teach you how to lose weight without feeling restricted, overly hungry, rebelling against your own best self-interest, doing fuck it eating, or really feeling very frustrated with the scale. All that can change. I know that it feels 
for many of you who just had the courage to hit the play button on this episode that you've tried everything. And I know that you have a lot of times we're just waiting for the right time and the right mental skill set and the right call to action that where everything clicks. It doesn't mean that you've been doing it wrong before, but I know for many of you, this is the right time and you're ready for it to all click. And I'm here to be your facilitator and all of that. So finally, before the end of the first season, at the end of the year, I'm going to show you how you can start putting together these basics that I'm going to teach you over the next few months and start to shift how you see yourself as somebody who you used to think of as overweight and who struggles with her weight to seeing yourself as becoming a normal eater, someone who is actually in control of their relationship with food and who has an intentional food lifestyle that you love and that you're also building the life that supports a normal relationship with food. So sounds amazing, right? I'm excited for this. Here's what I know a lot of you have been waiting for. You've been waiting to figure out what seems really elusive, which is how to think and eat like the normal eater and how to even like allow yourself to think that you could enjoy living at your desired weight without struggling. And I want to just put it for you like this. I'm going to encapsulate what I'm talking about to give you hope, to help you hang on to this potential future that is uh, up to you in this moment to really latch onto, which is think about, let's say, an alcoholic, someone who has a habit of over-consuming. We know that when the alcoholic decides they're going to give up the drinking, there's two ways that they can do it. The first way is to always struggle against that desire because they believe it's who they are, that they will always want to drink. And so they have to get up every day and convince themselves of why they shouldn't drink. And we just intuitively know how much that depletes your willpower, your bandwidth, your energy, all your focus goes on trying to avoid something that you believe in your heart is part of who you are. The other way the alcoholic can stop drinking is to do a deep inquiry in questioning their desire for the alcohol itself and sort of litigate the process like an attorney litigates a case. And you make a case against the habit that you want to be free of. And you convince yourself slowly over time why this habit doesn't serve you. And you come to a place where you're in agreement with it. You've changed your mind about the habit that is blocking you from the life that you want. And this is the way that I'm going to be helping you lose weight. 
We're going to make the case against overeating. We're going to make the case against emotionally regulating your life by using food. Of course, it's not exactly the same with stopping drinking as stopping overeating because we always need to eat, of course. And I want to encourage a healthy desire for food, of course. The best news is you also, unless you have a medical condition, you get to eat the food that you actually want to eat and you can lose weight eating that food. We're just going to make the case against overeating and against emotionally buffering your life with food. It's a misuse of the habit of overeating. And the reason why food works is because we think it does. Because the truth is the only thing that food does is fill our bellies and slide down our throat. It just sits on a plate dumbly. Everything else that you believe about food is just thoughts that you have accepted as true. So we're going to go on this journey over the next few months, and we're going to question our beliefs, and I'm going to show you how to change these beliefs. And it's really a lot easier than you think. You don't have to be like the alcoholic who struggles against their own desire. You can convince yourself against overeating and then really start to work into that process by taking actions to, um, you know, try out these new beliefs and see how it is. It's an amazing process that will leave you almost breathless with the possibilities. So here's what you need to do. You need to show up today. Just are you willing to believe that it's possible that you could change how you think about food and your habits around food? And that if you are willing to believe that I could change my mind about my usefulness of my habits and the benefits of these habits that I have around food, and then get to work trying out different actions around food. If you think it's possible, then come on, come with me. Hit subscribe, join me every Tuesday with a new episode, and we will take this journey together. Um, I know how to get you to that place of willingness to lose weight and engaging with new ideas and new beliefs and creating a new food lifestyle in a way that's not only possible, but it's sustainable, which means that you don't have to eat in a certain way to lose weight any differently than how you're going to eat to keep it off for the rest of your life. So this means that, you know, your weight loss may not be super quick, like the old way of doing serious restriction, but the truth is we're tempted to think that um, diet mentality and restricting what we eat works, but the truth is it doesn't because when you play it out, just play it out in your memory. At some point, it always stopped working because it is unsustainable to tell yourself that you can't have certain foods or that you can't eat or that you have to live a life where you're overtly hungry. That just doesn't resonate with this idea of like human freedom, right? You want the freedom to eat when you're hungry and, you know, fill your belly until a place where you're no longer hungry and, you know, you've had enough to eat. So 
we're going to utilize your internal signals of your body to help you self-regulate your eating habits. And then we're going to work on your mental beliefs around food and what's possible. And we'll cover all this before the end of the year. So a little bit about me. So I'm 52 years old this year, 2022. Um, okay, I'm married. I'm on my second marriage. I was divorced in, oh gosh, I think it was early 2019. And um, so I was a single mom for a little while. Um, I have two boys. One is 20 and he's in college. And the other one is still with me at home. He's a senior in high school. So I'm a boy mom and I've loved being a boy mom. It's been so amazing. Um, I began my journey as far as like weight loss goes with always noticing that I kind of carried a little bit more weight than my friends. I mean, I wouldn't say looking back that I was overweight, but it always seemed to me that I had the desire to eat uh, more food than my friends. And I would also say that I couldn't lose weight as easily. And over time, I sort of learned that I have some blood sugar dysfunction that uh, I can now see was playing out. And um, so that can make it easier, hard, excuse me, harder for, for me to lose weight. But it sort of planted the seed that I had a problem with my weight and I had a problem with my food and that I was different from my friends. And that seed grew as I got older and I had different um, periods of time where I had gained probably like 10, 10 pounds. And then like I'd lose it because I, I would get really busy with my life and kind of forget about food or the thing that I was overeating over, usually emotional stuff would have passed. So I overate when I was in college and super stressed and not knowing like what was um, next for me year to year, if I would be back to school, if I would get enough financial aid, things like that, or like um, boyfriend stress or things like that. So eventually uh, I had my kids when I was around 30. And after my second was born, I was 35. And that had left me with some extra weight in weird places. I, I think my hormones were probably changing. And so the way that I carried my weight after I had my kids was different. And I was really like hell bent on taking it off. And that's when I started really restrictive dieting. I mean, I had restricted dieted prior to having my kids, but it was kind of like a one-off thing. And then I kind of self-regulated after that. But after I had my kids, I really doubled down into like a lot of restriction. I was on a diet called HCG at, where I had 500 calories a day. And I did this for probably four months in an extremely um, stressful year where I was working, working, taking care of my kids as um, the primary parent. My spouse at the time was off traveling all year. Um, my dog died, we were moving, and then there was another health scare in my family. <laughs> and all of that, I mean, I'm laughing, it's not funny. Um, all of that 
culminated in like a health crisis for me where I was 41 years old. And because of the lack of calories, my metabolism like just tanked. My hair fell out because of the lack of calories and protein. Um, I mean, it didn't fall all the way out, but a lot of my hair fell out. Um, my sex hormones crashed and which led me into premature uh, menopause. And um, I had adrenal fatigue because of the chronic stress and it was a mess. And I really got really scared for my health. Um, I spent a few years trying to figure out how the hell I was going to eat normally without gaining weight because the, my thinking was so skewed from buying into diet mentality, which says you've got to eat less and move more that if I ate the way that I wanted to eat, which was of course over desiring food because I had restricted myself so much that I would just keep gaining and gaining and gaining. So I was in a lot of fear and my, I was working with my doctors to help myself out. So I was kind of bobbing around and doing a lot of research and trying to find answers. And then I was diagnosed with fatty liver and insulin resistance and prediabetes. So <laughs> that was like a second wake up call that I was still not healing my body. I was still having like a restriction and then overeating uh, way of eating, even though I was like very virtuously eating. I had been a vegan. Um, I made all my own food. Nobody was working out more than me. I was really dedicated. And so I knew I needed to like completely overhaul how I thought about my weight. And I knew that I could no longer do practice diet mentality to regulate my weight. So I, I finally... Um, went to life coach school and graduated from that, then found Corinne Crabtree, who I now coach for inside of her membership. And I learned the no BS philosophy of weight loss, which was finally like really resonating with the philosophy that I had come up with in all my years of trying to heal myself, which was that we've got to normalize foods. We have to really consider that there are no virtuous foods. Food is just food. And the way that you think about what you eat really impacts how you process food. If you think you're eating bad or wrong, you're going to create a stress response to your food and you're going to create a dysfunctional relationship to your food lifestyle. And so uh, I joined Corinne's No BS Advanced Weight Loss Certification Cohort I was in the first class of that. And then I was hired to be a full-time coach inside of her membership when that finished. And that's it. prior to that, I had um, reversed my prediabetes, was no longer insulin resistant, and I quit drinking and, um, you know, spent, have spent the years since then really like learning how to eat all of these foods that my whole life I had told myself were bad, <laughs> especially because I had been pre-diabetic and insulin resistant. And so I really had to get in that arena and show myself that 
it's not the foods that were ever bad. It was my restricting myself from eating those foods that created an over desire for me to eat them. So eventually I would get tired of restricting and I would overeat them. And that was what was more damaging than anything else was my habit of overeating, whether I was emotionally upset or just feeling super restricted from my diet mentality. So it's been very rewarding to help hundreds of women, coach hundreds of women through this process of um, normalizing food and changing their thoughts and beliefs around food. I've spent over 8,500 hours, I just counted, <laughs> on one-on-one coaching women. And I want to I wanted to use this podcast as a way for me to share what I've learned in that process, not only from my own particular experience, but from, from the experience of watching hundreds of women lose weight and all the different ways that they come to it and the different ways that it, it clicks for them. And um, it's really just one of my greatest, greatest privileges is to watch the transformation process of one-on-one clients and just seeing how Um, in the process of learning how to lose weight sustainably um, and rely on yourself instead of counting bullshit, you know, calories or macros or any using some outside program. When you learn to trust yourself, tune into your own hunger signals and really manage your thinking around food intentionally, how their lives become so much more rich and pleasurable and exciting. So that's what I want for you. That's what I'm here for. Um, Okay, so to wrap up, I hope that you have felt welcomed. I really want you to know that as I write the scripts for, or the outlines for each one of these episodes, I really have you in mind um, and I welcome your feedback. So in the show notes, you'll see a way to connect with me on social media, Um, So feel free to connect with me there. If there's something that I'm missing or something that you want me to address, or if you have a question, please reach out. Um, And for a lot of the episodes, I'm going to be giving you some coach homework for those of you who really like to take things to a deeper level and want to truly engage, like take these concepts, not just listen and then let it, let it be somewhere loose in your mind, but actually apply the concepts, I will, I'm going to give you a coach homework. So the, today's homework is for you to journal on um, two questions. One is, why is now the right time for you to really be done with contemplating weight loss and get into the arena of experimenting with what actually works for you and actively lose weight. Why is now the right time? And number two, if you don't actively get into weight loss and figure out what really works for you, what is inevitable if you don't? Do your homework. Let me know how you find it. Feel free to, um, if you would, If you found value here, give me a review on your podcast player. It really helps me get found by other women 
who could really use this and feel free to share the podcast with your friends too. Okay. So one last thing, my sign off. I thought to myself, all right, how, how am I going to sign off each episode? And it's going to be two things. The first thing I'm going to say is stay focused. And what I mean by that is to stay focused on what's possible and to stay focused on what it is that you actually want instead of staying focused on where you're at that you don't want to be. This is the difference between like, let's say you're in a car and um, your journey in your car, your destination is your goal weight. And staying focused on what you don't want with your weight, noticing that you're not the weight you want to be, your body doesn't look the way that you want it to look, is like being in your car and sitting there with the door open, just looking down at like where you are at. It's never going to get you where you want to go. So when I say stay focused in my sign off, it's a reminder to you from now until the next time we meet, your job is to stay focused on what's possible and what it is that you want to create for yourself. That means weight loss. So stay focused on what's possible and how amazing it can be, especially when you're doing things that you may not necessarily want to do. So stay focused on what's possible on the other side of that and let that call you forward into creating the results that you want. We cannot lose weight by thinking about it in our heads. We have to think about it in our heads and then be willing to play it out in our lives. It requires action and it requires action that's tied to thinking about what is possible and letting that call you forward. And then the second part besides stay focused is so long. This is a way that my grandmother always said goodbye to us. So it means until we meet again. And the truth is there's always a meeting again. I just choose to believe that. It takes the pressure off the moment to get it right, especially with weight loss. Just know you can't get it wrong. And you may not believe that, but honestly, we'll go over this in upcoming episodes. You really cannot get it wrong. You're going to be learning from all your mistakes and you need your mistakes to show you where to focus differently, where to think differently, and where to take action differently. So if you can't get it wrong, there's no time rush. You're just going to let it unfold the way that it unfolds. And I want you to really start to enjoy the entire process, whether it's a win that moment and you're like in alignment with where you want to be, or it's a miss and you're learning from it. It's all serving you. So Thank you for joining me. Stay focused and so long. Hey, if this episode resonated for you, then let's connect. Visit hbeardsley.com forward slash subscribe. That's H-B-E-A-R-D-S-L-E-Y.com forward slash subscribe and get on the list. You'll get a free gift, periodic coaching, plus advance notice of in-person events and workshops.